cabaret. I don't know how to form an opinion about it. There is a medical issue that doesn't allow me to get vaccinated. The only thing left for me to do in New York City at the moment is to consume. All the places I can go to are those where one is supposed to spend money. Department stores, grocery stores, bookstores, some of them. Participation in weekly testing, negative, negative, negative. Compliance with all the doctor's guidelines. Yet, here we are. My MFA course, course mates go to Whitney Museum to see a new exhibition that came up in class. It's on oppressive domesticity and unsung labor of women, the website says. I joined them afterwards for an ice cream. Two scoops, brown sugar cookie dough chunk and pumpkin cinnamon roll. And a party hat on top, please. A bit too sweet, but that's okay. Partially, that's okay because we live in New York, the wonder city. 10.20 p.m. Sydney, Christos and I are on the one train going home to Astoria. It's late. The conversation revolves around the expectations from our new expensive MFA program and the household chores. I was supposed to mop the room, but now too tired, I say. I was going to fold the laundry, but I feel like this is not happening tonight either, Sydney replies. Do you know this grocery store next to your station, United Friends, No Brothers, Cheap and Fresh Produce? Write it down, maybe. What's it called again? United Brothers. On the right, at the very end of the train car, is it a group of artists after a gig? A bunch of friends after a celebration? Sinatra's loud voice is coming from their corner. It permeates the train, interrupts the slow conversations and usual phone browsing. There's no speaker or microphone in sight, but the strong sound gradually absorbs us all. Sydney starts filming the artist and is singing along in a beautiful voice. I'm clapping like I'm in second grade and cannot help dancing. Next to us, a stout lady in bright blue sari and her very tall husband are laughing with each other. A very drowsy musician is sitting right in front of me. He probably just finished the performance downtown. A large guitar case leaning against his body. Kind, tired eyes, a paper cup with coffee in his hand, and a black scarf with white skulls. He looks like he knows the best rock and roll bands and possibly plays in one of them. The musician listens carefully, eyes half closed, following the rhythm. His face gradually, gradually lights up with a smile. Next to him, there is a young woman with very long eyelash extensions and lip fillers. She is leaning forward and carefully, carefully observe, observing all the people. This little town blues are melting away. I'll make it a brand new start of it. A group of tourists with touristy caps and t-shirts are looking around, smiling tentatively. The song ends in screaming ovation. I haven't felt so together 
for over two years. But the show continues. It's 42nd Street. Oops, this is us, says Christmas, and we leave, waving goodbye to the rest of the train. Despacito melody hits us while we walk up the steep stairs. Next to the bright multi mosaic by Jack Beale, something even more vibrant attracts everyone's attention. We see a big yellow sign saying, Dancing is happiness. A talented saxophonist playing. A young black man in a white shirt and a dark red fedora hat, and his crew, which is 16 moving plush animals. They are the size of a newborn baby, perfectly synchronized with the music and each other. Some of them dance in pairs. A cat is rubbing a ginger tummy against a white rabbit. A dog is flirting with a bear. Others, like a panda in a, pink, in a pair of pink glasses facing a large speaker, are happily dancing on their own. As it would turn out later, each of them has a name. For example, the ginger cat is Spike. They are also Congo, Sandy, and Penny, the backup dancers. What is it? An experimental performance? A happening? Did Mama PS1 move to the subway station? We laugh and we celebrate, and life feels like a holiday. It's 30th Avenue, Sydney Station. She has to leave. I ask her last minute, what station was it when we got on the first train in Manhattan? Christopher Street. Are you mapping life? She smiles. Yes, I am, dear Sydney. Like Hilton Alsa, I cannot resist the habit of half-living life so I can get down to really living it by writing about it. What time are you going to the book fest tomorrow? We could grab a coffee at espresso bar and go together. She leaves. Christos and I are here. And here is that feeling of being alive, being connected, being together. It's true, I don't go to museums and exhibitions but it's not only consume left for me. Devin Hockney said they cannot cancel spring. Neither fun. New York, New York. <laughs> 